We live. The cans are hot. The, the sleeves are off. It's summer. We're back after six, seven months. How long's it been? Cam, I was meaning to say uh, exactly that because your hair is long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hair. You're talking about my pubes. B- big pubes, gray pubes down to your knees, big beard. Uh, that's sort of like on the floor here. Cam, I can also see that it looks like you've been, um, uh, you're looking to compete in the longest fingernails Guinness category because yeah, those well, things it's a, it's are a, it's also a tough long. One. It's a tight one. But it's between you the, and that um, old lady. The quick gets a little bit too thick. You can't cut it, right? Yeah, that's, I guess. That's, um, that's the. That's always the concern. Right, 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 right. And it's been it's been long enough that I can see uh, I, I can see that you're trying to win longest fingernails, of course, longest beard, longest pubic hair. Uh, you know, really just trying to bang out a few records on your own. Do you think hair stops? Well, obviously it stops growing on people that lose their hair. But let's say that you're a person who doesn't lose their hair. Does your hair just keep growing or does it stop at some point because it gets too heavy? I think, no, that's a, that's a thing. Like, if you open up a casket of somebody who is dead, that hair is still there. Oh, I get that, but what I'm saying is, like, if I didn't cut my hair from... Does it get... Okay. Oh, uh, okay. I, I think I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, I'm does inclined, it slow I'm, down or does it just keep going? I'm inclined to believe that it keeps going. Uh, you know, you, we've all heard the rumor of, you know, you know um, or you, you talk to a young man who's trying to grow uh, a beard or something, and what do they say? Shave it. Mo- shave it Shave more. it more often uh, so you get it. But, um, you know, no, no disrespect to a man, even just like uh, my best friend Matt or um, right. my stepbrother. Oh. Okay, cool. I'm out then. Absolutely. Well, let me finish by what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's cut that. Let's cut that. Let's cut that. Let's cut that. <laughs> All I'm saying is these guys shave, you know, these guys will shave two or three times a week. Crazy. They can't grow a fucking. They can't grow a beard. Where I will can't go, I will go months and months without putting a razor to my face in the, throughout the winter time. Especially if you're growing a beard, you're not regularly shaving your face. Never, never. But, haven't touched a razor to my face in probably eight months. And, but but you know that your genetics are what's going to, um, what's which is going to make the difference there. Uh, so any uh, young. And I mean young, possibly pre or just hitting pubescent boys listening to this podcast. What's up? Um, if you if if you can't grow a beard, you just can't grow a beard. Um, yeah. And that's all I got to say. That's all I have to say, really. Speaking of shaving, okay. um, me and Shannon did our wedding. Uh, I don't know engagement photos. She's like, go to a barber and get your beard trimmed. Like that works if I have a thick beard. When I have scruff. I just trim the line. That's all I have to do. And she was convinced. She's like, no, the barber will do it better. I'm like, I don't know what. It, it's like going like, to, she, uh, she, it's going to Picasso to be like, can you draw this line straight? It's like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess I, I can. I think she kind of expected, uh, She, she, she that's the type of work if you have a Game of Thrones style. That's what I mean. I'm, she was like, can thing. you make my husband look better? It's like, no, he looks bad and he, you're stuck with that. He he has going to the barber does not help it. He has a sixteen-year-old stubble, yeah. and that's all that we can do. That's and, all we'll and, ever get. But more importantly than that, Cam, I think even um, when, if I go to a barber and I have a beard, I give them a line that they're not going to go past. They don't go right. under that. The beard, that's my domain. The head hair, that's your hey, domain. I get the question too. Even though I got the sixteen-year-old stub, 
They ask, do you want me to blend it into the beard? And I look at him and we both kind of smile like, what beard are we talking about? Come on, who are we trying to fool here? I'm trying to work on... But they do ask the question. I'm trying to work on some uh, some sideburns these days. You're going sideburns, yeah, guy? You, you can't see them under my cans, but I'm trying to... Uh, can you give me a quick turn? I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm, try, I'm trying to bring them... Let's see if I can do it. I'm trying to bring them to just like... Uh, oh, yeah. Lining up kind of with the bottom of the earlobe there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying it. Why not? I, f- I found an old photo of me uh, from... Uh, I was probably 20 or 21 years old, but I had mustache and sideburns like f- down, like down to the cheek, down to kind of like the jawline there. And I saw a photo and I was like, you know what? I looked good then. I look better now. Of course, Cam, we described how, uh, you know, your hair is to the floor and uh, you look very different, Cam. We didn't describe um, how I look because, you know, I continue to remain 5'7", but I would say I have put on a good 125 pounds of muscle. Damn, yeah, you do look like you put it on. All on the legs, though. Haven't done a chest day ever. <laughs> I, well, and that's the thing. They say never skip leg day. I said never, always. I'm going to reverse that. Re- yeah, never, always do like day? I always, never, yeah. Always skip every other day. Yeah. Um. So as you can see, my arms looks like are, a goblin up top. Yeah, yeah. Or kind of like a cheese, horse down below. Picture a cheese string that you sort of peeled off. Uh, that's the upper body. Lower, lower body. Um. Yeah. Actually built like a uh like a like a Clydesdale. <laughs> yeah. You've seen that commercial with Jason Spezza, and I don't even know what they're showing. Like, this is a power drink. And they're like, here's Jason Spezza. We replaced his legs with a horse's. And he just got giant legs like a bodybuilder. <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen that one, no. No, it's a good one. I don't do commercials. Yeah. Okay, do you remember this one? I was telling Shannon this one today. Um, I was trying to break up with her, so I went, breaking up, breaking up. It's hard to do. She met you and liked your face. Now she really needs her space. You're done. You're done. You were two, and now you're one. I does do, that ring a bell? I do. Re- yeah, this does ring a bell. I can't tell you f- what what it was though. I think it was like a gambling thing, or like, but maybe every commercial is gambling now, so I just associate it with it. <laughs> it was something, or, or like, it was something so not related to that. But it was they were walk. It was like a Montana's where they come in. They're like, we can't legally sing Happy Birthday, so we go Happy Happy Birthday. It's right, your birthday. Right, right, birthday. Right. It's your birthday and it's yours. But yeah, that was the commercial. She had no recollection of it. Right. So she thought that these were just hurtful words coming out of your mouth. Yeah. That's um, how I woke her up. Isn't that the worst when you uh, you think somebody is on the same like reference train as you or, or not? Or you say a quote or something and then... Uh, you're just going to kill? You, th- just... you, you think you're like, this is so pertinent to exactly what's happening. And then it's just uh, crickets. Yeah, the worst, man. When you're like, oh, I got a one-liner here. Or when you're in an improv show and you yell out the thing because they're like, we need suggestions. And you yell out one. You're like, this is a good one. And then they just ignore you every time. That is the worst when you have a great suggestion. I always, I have a go-to great suggestion when I'm in an improv show. It's waiting in line at Starbucks. And it's so original. And I've never heard anybody suggest it before. But they always just right, go right past it. Nobody else is saying uh, waiting in line at Starbucks. Yeah, no, that's a pretty pretty original thought. That's for sure. Never seen that before. Kick it. Continuing tonight on two season of pop. Ninety-six point seven on your.
two C's in a pod, 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 two um, some travel, some camping, just some some some. Uh, we call it the summer shutdown. The, the the everyone knows about the summer shutdown. We didn't post anything about it, but it it's a thing. It's we it's all a it's a it's a thing. We all know what happens. This is episode one twenty. My name is Cameron Osborne. His name is Cam Leclaire, and uh, yeah, we are back after just about a month. Um, we both uh, both you and I have been just non fucking stop jet set. Yeah, and just it, Vegas, Costa Rica, camping cottaging um we're just doing shit you Br- know british enjoying Col- british summer columbia british uh, columbia camping times two for me guatemala San- uh, no where the fuck what country was that san help me out here no it's san salvador was the country el salvador a- el salvador in san salvador where they don't have um x-rays to go through your bags they just have two people they're like open up your bag and they comb through everything Never seen that with with a comb. Also, a yeah. big, a big, fine toothed comb. And then they grab my hair gel. They're like, you can't bring this on the plane. I'm like, can I take a little bit? Like, can we empty it out a little bit? And they're like, nope. We don't even like the packaging. I'm like, fuck you. Okay, well, fuck hey. San Salvador. There, I said it. Wow. Every person from there, fuck you. Wow. Okay. I know two people from there, and it's the one person who checked my bag, and the other person who said, "Can you take off your shoes so I can feel if there's a bomb in there?" Possibly the first xenophobic set thing said here on the show, but you heard it here first, Cam. Uh, fuck people from El Salvador. San Salvador, not El Salvador. Cool with San oh, Salvador. Okay. Okay. So we're city specific, not xenophobic. We're picking sides. I yeah. love. I love it, Cam. I really do. Yeah, and that's how I feel. And that's just how I feel, as Kendrick would say. Um, holy shit, it's been yeah, it's been a minute. I got updates for you. We have a listener, new listener to the show, who's trying to listen to every episode before the wedding, which wow. is going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. They're starting from day one, though. Uh, I don't know how far they are, but uh, hopefully they hear this message before the big day. Uh, but that's that is what. Oh, well, over this over is, 150 hours. This is episode 120, so yeah, probably I'd say about you know, so at least 120 hours, if not, uh, you know, maybe one. Yeah, well, each one's probably yeah, like some of them are like a three-hour-long podcast. That's, some of the Rogan-esque. That is true. Uh, we did good. We did go through that phase very early on in the podcast when we both shaved our head, uh, <laughs> um, ate a bunch of steroids, and talked about the government. Yeah, the government. Well, that's great. Thanks for that. Congratulations, new listener. Going back, um, listening to a lot of those old episodes. um, I wonder if we can identify when we changed, you know? When did we take the corporate money? um, When did did greed influence us? When did our pockets become sticky um cam I, I think i have an answer for that one it's very early on um of course we were receiving many charitable donations from like uh remember felicia say toady of course mm, yep. um to uh, honestly that's the that's the only that's the only name that stuck out but i think at one point we may have had approximately 32 and a half million dollars in yeah. our of course say it with me cam 
bottomless, bottomless piggy, piggy bank, bank, which of course, as we know, uh, was a giant uh, ceramic porcelain uh, piggy bank with his pants pulled around his ankles, making him bottomless. And that's where we kept all our money. And then the woke left came out and said, that's not okay. The woke left. <laughs> yeah, they said, enough's enough. We don't need any bottomless piggies right we well on air we had a it was uh, quite frankly i'm gonna call it a smear campaign uh by those over at pants for pigs um it was a charitable donation that was looking to put pants on all of these bottomless piggy banks uh they they thought that it was uh that it was uh, that it was a farce that, that we were making fun of what cam what i believe you called uh, at one point grotesque genitals i believe that's how you sort of framed uh these piggy banks and um so so, yeah, yeah, we, we, we received quite a lashing from them. They said one pant, one pig. That's of course, of course, Cam. And you, because you kind of went the other way with it. As soon as, uh, as soon as this little smear campaign came up against us, you, um, you, you decided to have an on-air bacon fry. Uh, which you, you sort of um, you fried bacon live on the podcast. A lot of sizzling. Um, lot of sizzling. There were, of course, a campaign. You know, can it be like a like a like a meat, a meat alternative bacon? And you said no. Um, <clears throat> there was a live Q and A, a Reddit AMA, and you stood pat. Yeah, yeah. Reddit hates me, and that's saying something. Yeah, that I don't think that's saying much. Do you? You don't browse Reddit though, do you? No. No, but I don't know why, and I can't figure this out. If it's um, do you find that like certain social medias are more biased one way or the other? I don't. I I I, I only uh, I only do Twitter and Instagram. But and no, even like you, I find like even YouTube comments. I'm like, I, I I'm only ever you watching YouTube. I'm only ever watching YouTube on my smart TV. So I don't, oh, so you don't I even, don't have a way of maybe there is a way that you, you know, can click through and see a comment. Yeah. When there's know, a just, when there's a live stream, I know you can watch like the like the comments, you know when the comments are live? There's a yeah. mode where you can click that, but just to see a comment that's written, no, I I, I uh thankfully kind of stay away from all that crap. Yeah, you probably should. I I don't know. I just find that uh Reddit is very one way and then YouTube is a very different way and then Twitter I he I don't engage in Twitter at all, but I hear that's like a, I I just don't know why because I imagine that the users are all the same. It must be the algorithms. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Well, I mean, a few weeks ago, my uh, I plugged um, the ability to control your Twitter pages and your things like that by muting or blocking certain topics or uh, pr you know retweeted profiles that came up on your thing. So my Twitter pr my Twitter algorithm is pretty fucking honed in. On exactly yeah. my shit. I don't want wild takes. I don't want. A right. I don't want a single take. You're just big into bow hunting. <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing the past couple months. Of course, I've been doing a lot of bow hunting. Uh, a lot of just hunting in general. Uh, just the other day. Well, I, I cam as you can see. I'm covered with elk blood. I did yep. freshly just uh, gut an elk because I do believe um, using all the parts of the elk. Um, you know, and not wasting a single thing. So I eat the, uh, you know, all the meat, all the organs, the bones, uh, the pelt. I eat it all. The pelt. Love the pelt. Love the pelt after workout snack. Yes. It's kind of like a very high in vitamin K. Yeah. Shave it, shave the hair. And then it's just kind of like a jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
highly or highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Uh, did want to tell you about something that happened. Cause I'm sure you've experienced this. I actually don't know if he's experienced with this with your disc golf game, but um, I played in Costa Rica the other day, and I had maybe the worst game of my life. Like over a hundred, just hacking up the golf course, balls left, right, and but nowhere center. Okay. Um, came back and I'm just so frustrated about it, and went and played last night, and probably shot my best game almost ever. Right. <laughs> Hit two birdies, just like I haven't hit birdies in a, this year, I don't think. And feeling so good, I'm like, how does this happen? How can you go from the worst to the best in one game? Uh, so yeah, yeah, Cam, you're wondering how do you go from worst to first, from last to fast? I just don't get it. Yeah, that's good. That's gonna happen, right? You know, but of course, uh, uh, circumstantially, because what you were playing on a brand new course versus playing on your home course. No, this was this was also a brand new course, but the I think the only main difference was that I was playing with rental clubs. So I'm wondering if that made all the difference. Psychologically, that's going to change things. You know, uh, you don't have your comfortable go-to clubs that you like to use. Yeah, I don't um, know. The, the distances might be way off. The the heat, like I was at sea level, so I think sea level actually does take distance off. Because I found my distance. It would were it fucked. would add distance. No, no, no up high. Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. It would take distance off. Yeah. Yeah. So I was all fucked up from it. Ruined my whole Costa Rica trip. <laughs> it, on, it honestly did. It honestly did. No, um, we ended up. I did, we also went uh, deep sea fishing at one point, which we were so stoked. We were so excited. You know, got the sticker. Yep. F- fish whisperer caught the fish. Turns out, stomach doesn't like the sea. Oh really? Not one bit. This not fir- not. This, this is the first time that you had been on uh, a boat first for an time. Period of time. It's terrible. Yeah. And um, turns out, Javier's English isn't as good as it says on the website. Um, he didn't understand anything we were talking about. We tried to tell him, like, we know how to fish. And he's like, we'll fish. You guys sit over there with your life jackets on, looking like you're about to puke. Um, and then we'll give you the rod when you're ready. And we're like, this isn't fun. We're watching two <laughs> guys that can't speak English fish, and we can't talk to you. Wow. Not uh, fun. <clears throat> yeah, Cam. Yeah, it's, it's something you don't really, I think, realize until you're out there. It's been a while since I've been on the uh, open ocean. I think the few times that I have been, uh, I was able to handle it. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've got a generally, I'm good at that kind of thing. Like, I can read in the car while I'm driving. Yeah, no um, good for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, uh, you know, roller coasters. I've always been able to do roller coasters. And even like, even like in a plane, you know, I, I, can, I can handle it. So my dad, he gets it really bad too, and he's like, "Oh, I must have passed it on to you." I'm like, "Is that a thing you pass on?" I think everything, everything is either complete, either life is completely random, but the odds are high, or yeah, he passed it, he passed it on to you, you know, just like a medical condition, right? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure something like maybe like vertigo, you know, if you if you kind of like a definable medical condition like that. I'm You're sure saying the you famous U2 song "Vertigo" was passed down? Yeah, Bono passed. It was passed down front to Bono, actually, um, from uh, from Queen uh, Vertigo. Yeah, fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. Also, gave him all of his cool hats. Oh, 
don't even get me started on hats. Hats is my my shrug tape. We're gonna get into that a little bit later. We're gonna get into that a bit later. Uh, I got something. I got something for the show. Uh, yeah. For this week, a little. Um, oh, a little. Eleven oh one. Been waiting. <laughs> Cam feverishly cracking open a Monster Energy drink. Uh, <laughs> as if he was waiting until eleven to have that. No, Cam. Eleven oh one. I. Anyway, let's get into this week's show by first reviewing last week's show because we have some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Last week's show? You mean last year's show? Well, uh, well, you know, who's who's checking in on this? Is someone furiously pounding their hands, being like, "I remember back in March when you guys last podcast (laughs) Cam said it was pronounced vertigo, not vertigo." Well, apparently, this to this new listener, this will be uh, this will be the next week. Actually, good point. Good point. We have to Cam. We have to act like every week is somebody is going back to listen. You know, to the entire. 50 episodes. The entire catalog, uh, 120 of the entire podcast cam. We're talking about roller coaster deaths. How many people die? How many people actually die on roller coasters each year? And it's actually not as many people as you think. It's only about four people die each year from roller coaster deaths between 2004 and 2014. 40 people, ranging from ages of 7 to 77, died in 39 separate incidents. Again, that doesn't happen too wait, often. Wait, wait, wait. Give me those numbers one more time. Okay, that's uh so in a 40 t- people, 39 incidents? Yes. So there was So one- there was one that was terrible. Well, Two I guess th- there was one that was 100% or 200% worse than the pr- the others. If wow. that uh if that checks out. But out of those events, out of those 40, let's break it down even further. Um we have 18 of those deaths weren't actually accidents. People who died of medical conditions that may have been exasperated by riding on the roller coasters. Heart attacks, strokes, something that isn't actually like a malfunction in the equipment. Uh, And then furthermore, another 11 of those were actually employees who would have died not riding the coaster, but in some kind of, uh, it comes into the station related type of thing. Cam. So you said it was 20, 20 of them were... 18. Um, Cam, 18 Cam, so. Cam brought out his calcul- yeah. his big calculator with the paper that uh, that prints out all, all this information. <laughs> Cam, Cam now... It says I should be anti-roller coaster still. Cam now making sound effects. Uh, <laughs> okay, so do the math here on this one, Cam. So put 40 minus 18... Minus, what do you want? I don't know. You're doing math. No, no, I'm no. But like, what, what, what's so? Okay, we know 45% of people died from natural causes. 11 <laughs> out of 40. 11 were just employees who wouldn't have died in uh, like a malfunction of the coaster in some okay. kind of a, a thing where you know they were there at the thing while it happened. Yeah. Yeah. That, and then what? What's the other percent? I don't know. Those were the those were the two stats. You, you those were the two those were the two numbers. 18 and 11. So 29 of 40 weren't actually in, uh, like, the, the, the roller coaster didn't break or something. What about the 28%, Cam? What about the 28%? You mean those fucking 11 people or how many? The 20, the 20, every percent matters when it comes to roller coaster deaths. Okay. This is what they say at Wonderland. <laughs> Which is a weird ad campaign that Wonderland started to do. It's right there, kind of on like the very front of the uh, the amusement park. 
there's lobbyists outside of Wonderland like we 27 percent 27.5 percent people are picketing for the 25.5 percent 27.5 percent yeah uh, unacceptable in my mind so that we look at those numbers as just casualties when really big roller coaster really needs to look deep and say are the profits worth it for the 27 percent i mean honestly follow the money folks big coaster Big Coaster is uh, really having a field day with this. Yeah. Do you think, because who owns Canada's Wonderland? That's a private company, I'd imagine, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Some kind of And they only have one? It used to be owned by Paramount, but then they sold it to probably a private company. Right. Because there's only, in Ontario, there's what, only one amusement park? Two, maybe? If there is a second, it's like so much smaller that you you could kind of hardly call it you know, at least on the same level as Wonder as Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, I haven't been there in years. I was one of my yeah, neighbors. I was talking I about been today. Since high school. He was like, "Oh, we went on a Thursday and it wasn't busy." And this guy just fucking doesn't stop talking. I'm not going to get into it, but he just tells me stories for 45 minutes. Like my passport took a long time to get here. Like, yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> well, yeah, the the last time I went to a Wonderland was like, uh, and it was in high school, but it was a. Like an evening or like a day, like a like a Wednesday in May, like the week after they opened or something. So like school is like kid, the kids are still in school. It's the middle of the week, so your parents aren't taking the day off work to bring their kids to the amusement park. It was like the best time I had. Hmm. Yeah, when there's no lines, you don't have to pay the uh, fast pass. And oh um, yeah, like we we, to- we we went up drop zone, came back down. Guy comes on the microphone and just says like, "Hey, nobody's in line." If you want to go again, if like if you want to go again, just stay on. Or like if you want to come off, just put wow. your hand up. We all looked at each other. We're like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" Went right back up. Damn, that's sick. It was. You know when you you, what, when you you when you do something that's so fun that you you don't want to do it again because it just kind of ruins, um, like the other opportunities or like you know like you're like I'm never gonna do so I'm never gonna do this again and then have this much fun. I played a round of golf and then I didn't play. I swear I didn't play golf for two and a half years. After this one particular round, it was a best ball tournament at a stag and doe. Um, at a golf club, so we paid like you know eighty bucks or whatever, but that came with the eighteen holes, uh, cart, got some food afterwards, you know, a little buffet style or whatever, and you know, then of course, then of course you can do you you pay per hole to do the closest to the pin, longest drive, that kind of crap. Right. I had so much fun, and we did so well between our foursome, best ball, shotgun start, that I didn't play golf for two and a half years. I was like, this... Then you played again with us, and we hit an eagle. I hit an eagle. I don't, I don't think we hit an eagle on that day that I played uh, either. See, I think the way to go, folks, is best ball with your best buds. That's it. Um, that's, the, that's, the only, of, that's the only way to play golf, quite frankly. Speaking of the eagle challenge, you remember talking about the eagle challenge at um, when we were playing golf the other day? Uh, the Eagle Challenge, which is, of course, uh, I you bet you have an option to bet twenty grand if you can oh, get an eagle yeah. in the next well, famous, five years. Famously, one of the worst uh, versions of this game that you could make. Um, anyway, I was playing golf yesterday with just strangers, and I brought up the Eagle Challenge. I said, "Would you take this bet?" There was a guy who was like not very good. He's like, oh yeah, I would definitely hit it. I'm like, you would put up twenty grand for that. He's like, no problem. I just play a lot of golf. I'm like, you're fucked. 
Like that's a bad bet. Well, okay, and I want to find. Well, I think- I, I'm looking for investors for the Eagle Challenge. The Eagle Challenge, Cam. Explain it for the listeners who might not know what we're talking about. An eagle in golf is when you shoot two below par. Okay, so if it's on a par three, it would be a hole in one. A par four, you get it in two, which means you have to either chip it in, uh, which is pretty hard, or hit such a bomb drive that you put it on the green. Or a par five, which is probably your best bet, meaning that you hit it in three. So your first shot on the fairway, presumably, second shot, bomb it, put it on the green, and then put it in for an eagle. Extremely hard to do. I've never gotten in my life. Most, actually, mm, sort of, there's debate on that. Um, the Go back to episode 67 for the hole-in-one debate. Approximately uh, episode 67 when Cam famously did not get a hole-in-one. Some people disagree. Um you mean ninety nine? You mean ninety nine percent of the listeners? <laughs> well, it's funny because I was telling the guy, I was talking to the guy. I'm like, okay, how long have you been playing golf for? He's like, since two thousand seven. I'm like, okay, so you've been playing golf then for fifteen years. How many mm-hmm. eagles do you have? He's like, one. I'm like, and you're betting in the next five years you're getting <laughs> another. He's like, yeah, I would take that bet. I'm like, you're fucked. Wow, confidence yeah. though. Love the confidence. And maybe the worst, this guy, maybe the worst golf etiquette I've ever seen. M- loses the ball, gone. Like, it should be findable. Can't really find it. We're looking for five minutes. Someone's waiting to tee off, <laughs> but he just keeps looking. Then he's like, Cam, come here. I look at him, he's like, look, baby bunnies. I'm like, yeah, those are baby bunnies. He's like, my kids would kill me if I didn't feed them. I'm like, there's a guy that's at the tee box <laughs> looking at us, and you're feeding fucking bunnies. You know what? Honestly, I've never heard of a feeding wildlife as a course violation. I've never heard that before. Uh, Three minutes to look for your ball. That's too much. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, there, was there any more notes or amendments? No, Cam, we, we did that like eight minutes ago. We're waiting on you to finish explaining the eagle challenge. Oh, shit. Okay, my bad. Uh, I thought I explained it. Uh, so the bet is if you can get an eagle in the next five years, uh, you would win $20,000. If you don't, though, you have to pay that $20,000, which is a large sum of money Yeah. Uh, to be dishing out. Um, and we have many conversations because you want to think, okay, how would I do it? Big rule, you have to play the whole round. You can't just go to the hole that you find you have the best chance at. You have to play the whole round. Yeah. So let us know. Tuesdayspodgmail.com. Do you take the deal or no from all the men I've spoken of? It was a resounding no. Yeah. That's a big no from me. That's a text size 10-4. So we will, you know, maybe we'll get to hear back and maybe some people will agree or disagree. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing it. Okay. Let's keep plowing ahead here. I think last time we chatted, we missed our slice of ice. We, we may what episode are we on? I got two prepped. We may we may have missed it. That is correct. However, if you want to talk slice of ice, let's bring it to you. Walking on the beach and it's really hot. I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars. Say hello to my little friend. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Um, every single week we recap the adventures of Sonny Crockett and uh, Ricardo Tubbs. 
as they take down the um, Miami drug scene. We only have five minutes to recap it, Cam. This week, we're bringing you episode 13. Okay, so what's the name of the episode? Because I got two teed up. Episode 13, Milk Run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got that one set. The Uh, old Milk Run. The old Milk Run here for this one. I'm kicking this one off, Cam. I think I saw a show on late night TV that was called that, too. Nope, that was just a porn. Um, so I'm kicking off this week's edition of Slice of Vice. We've got the timer in our hands. We've got five minutes on it. Cam, are you ready? Uh, let me get my timer set. Ah, fuck it. Now, you know what? I should get a timer set. This I feel like this is a... <laughs> This is a continuous problem, especially when I'm ending the episode. I probably should have the timer set. No, it's fine. I usually just yell, that. <laughs> Fair. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, here we go, Cam. Uh, we're kicking off this episode 5, 4, 3, 2. And we open um, on a plane touching down while legs by ZZ Top plays. Crockett makes eye contact with a woman in the airport when a sweaty tubs approaches. They get called to a gate after two guys buy a ticket to Columbia using cash. In the food court, the two guys, Lewis and Eddie, are approached by the Vice Boys. They, imme- they intimidate the guys with some Colombian cartel stories. When they ask for their ID, one of them flips the table, spilling milk all over tubs, and they run away. The chase is on. They run right through security, remember, pre-9-11, and out the front door. Crockett runs into some luggage before an airport police officer stops the Vice Boys, letting Lewis and Eddie get away. In the process, they ran past, I counted, seven police officers who did nothing. After the credits, uh, we meet Sloan, a public defender who jabbers with Crockett a little bit about a recent case that he won over a dealer named Rojas, who paid off all of his witnesses with ounces of cocaine so they could lie on the stand. Tub tells Crockett um, that they have surveillance duty at a cocaine warehouse tonight, so we get some street meat and we're off at the, to the stakeout. At the stakeout, um, uh, Crockett can't stop thinking about Sloan. Back at the airport, Lewis and Eddie are back discussing their plan. <clears throat> they want to go to Columbia, buy cocaine, sell it, and use those profits to open up a nightclub in New York with mirrors everywhere. At the stakeout, a car finally pulls up and four men enter the yard. One man lights a cigarette as he walks into the house, but as soon as he closes the door, the whole house explodes in a massive fireball. Emergency personnel arrive on the scene and the vice boys enter the house. Apparently it was a state-of-the-art cocaine facility. Um, and in the la- in this last survivor's dying breath, he mumbled the name Moya. <clears throat> At the house, uh, we even find a statue that was stuffed with 90% pure cocaine. We jump to Columbia, where we see somebody making one of these statues <clears throat> full of cocaine as Eddie looks on skeptically. Skeptically, he packs the statue in his bag and he heads out. Crockett thinks that he has a lead about the statue's uh, significance from a punk biker chip named Angela. Crockett approaches Angela as Tubbs distracts her biker boyfriend. She seems to have heard of the name uh, Diego Moya. So we cut to a boxing gym uh, while Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar plays. That's a pretty badass song, I guess. The Vice Boys walk in to follow up on their lead and they find Pepe Moya, the brother of Diego. Just then Tubbs spots Lewis sneaking out the back of the gym and into a cab so we're off to follow. We follow him to a hotel where no one under um, either of their names are a guest at the hotel. Right then Eddie walks in with the cocaine statue. We make the quick arrest. Cam, over to you. Back at the station, Crockett informs Castillo that the statue Eddie brought back matches the one from the explosion right down to the cocaine packed inside them. However, this is not enough evidence to link Moya to the drugs and is circumstantial at best. Crockett informs Eddie that he needs to go through with this deal so they can figure out who shows up to the uh, the coke deal. Uh, otherwise, he'll face a 15-year mandatory sentence for possession with intent to sell. 
Eddie says, no way, Jose. My lawyer Sloan said not to trust cops. We met him before. Crockett and Tubbs find Sloan in a restaurant, drag him out, and slap him around a little bit and say, hey, fucking make this happen. We're on the right side of history. He begrudgingly does so, and Crockett promises that Eddie will walk free if he co- uh, cooperates. Finally seeing the sense, Eddie leads the vice squads to Louis, who's offered the exact same deal as him, and later on they go see Diogo Moya uh, to make the drug deal happen. Diego Moya arrives to buy the drugs, but when he tr- he tries to kill the boys instead of paying them, and is shot dead by a sniper on top of a roof, Metro Dade style. Crockett promises a shock Eddie Lewis that, hey, you guys are still good. You get to go back to New York. You're all in the clear. Diego's body is loaded into the ambulance. His brother, Pepe, watches from a nearby car. With Diego dead, Castillo is concerned that his brother will seek bloody revenge. He has the other cops take Eddie and Louie to a safe house while Crockett and Tubbs go to find out where An- go to Angela to figure out where Pepe is. They are interrupted by an angry Zeke uh, who reveals the location of Moy's main lab. Crockett and Tubbs want to go in on the raid, but Castillo orders them to take Louie and Eddie to the airport. At the airport, Crockett and Tubbs, Eddie and Louie stop at a gift shop before uh, the flight home when suddenly Pepe shows up um, Scarface style and opens up with a shotgun, killing Eddie. Tubbs chases down Moyle and shoots him dead, returning to find a devastated Crockett sitting on the floor of the gift shop as Eddie's body is taken away. The episode ends as T- Crockett and Tubbs take a seat on the floor in a sad ending. That's time. Time. Time to spare, too. Yeah. Yeah, fun. A lot, a lot of characters. A lot of fun. Another, just a lot of drugs. Just, a lot of people dying. It's just another great episode, I think. Yeah, would recommend. Yeah. Would recommend. Very much so, very much so. That was episode 13. Come back next week. We got episode 14 lined up. Ready to go? Yeah. And I'll be kicking it off next week. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's that's a good good recap. What else has been going on in your life, buddy? You got How was BC? It was a great time. What did you think? I remember you were nervous about the airport. What did you think of the airport? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, I, it, 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 it increased my nervousness, but only in so far as this, Cam. Of course, I'm traveling domestically, right? So just across Canada. So you don't have to go through customs, just, anything just, like just that. Just security, yep. It took me a good, I would say, seven and a half minutes to go from the line to, to my gate. Uh, so it was suspiciously fast. Yeah. Which I'm Did you arrive what with three hours before or two hours before? I'm as a good old fashioned white person, I showed up fourteen hours before my flight. Uh, <laughs> um Did you no, go to the WestJet Lounge? Uh I, I didn't think you I, I, no, I think you had to be like a WestJet premium kind of customer or whatever. No, you just really? pay money. Oh, yeah, well, so I, if well, you just Okay, well either okay, I, I did see the lounge. Either way I didn't want to do that. Yeah. It's I if you have a lot of time to kill, like I would say two hours plus Definitely recommend the best jet lounge. Been there once, but um, if you're going on vacation, you're like, this isn't a bit. I tried to do it on my business trip. I tried to expense it, but they were closed. Um, anyway, yeah, you go in there, free booze, free food. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that shit was free. Yeah. See, I saw the cost. So, I was like, that cost plus food and drink or whatever. No, no, no. So you go in there, but they, I mean, as a degenerate with me and my friends, they did kind of keep a close eye on us because they're like no no no, you can't take more than one beer from the fridge at a time we're like 
I think that's fair, but we're gonna just, we're gonna make multiple trips. That in. means I'm gonna pound the yeah. Then, then I'm just going yeah. back and forth to the fridge. So whatever. Um, no, you know what the mo- mo- most disconcerting part about traveling domestically uh, was for me personally was that it wasn't until you are at the gate, ready to board the plane, does anybody ask for identification. Uh, correct. Yeah. How? No one cares who you are. How? How? Like, so that means you can buy the ticket, you can check Fox the bag, you can make Go it ahead. through, and then but somebody. Why, like, why would they care who you are? My at that luggage point? is already on the plane, and then they check no, to see if I'm you even have to, allowed you to. You have to check in. You have to check in. Uh, no, I did a uh, self check. I did self check in. Where? Yeah, you do it online, but you have to confirm your passport number. No. Not, yeah. not if you're traveling domestically. Oh, no. and you're right. You're right. But what, what do they care, right? What do they care who you are going on this flight? As long as they get to the gate, they go, are you Cam Osborne? You're like, yes, but no E at the end. They're like, I don't know who you are. You are a stranger and you are a possible terror threat. You are a threat. They're so fu- I fucking hate airlines. It is the most bullshit thing. I, I mean, this is the most hack bit ever. But because Canada only has two airlines, right? WestJet and Air Canada. They basically can do whatever the fuck they want and be like, oh, we decided we're not going to deliver on the service we provided, so we're going to give you credit to say you can spend money with us later. You're like, what the fuck? What do you- so you- if I cancel, I don't get any money back. You cancel, you go, we'll, we'll, we'll hit you up later when you want to do this, but only for 12 months. Like, what the fuck? It's because we only have two. Anyway, that's my rant. It's just garbage. Fuck air- no, fuck Canadian airports. I'll give you one thing that happened when I was on the the one to Costa Rica that maybe the best experience ever for an airline. You know when a plane lands and every Dick, Sally, and Dave get up as soon as they can to grab their bags and just like, what they do on Avianca is before they go, do not get up until we call your row aisle or your row. Everyone lands. No one moves except, you know, stupid American back there is like, I gotta, I gotta get off this flight. I gotta get to San Jose. Uh, everyone stands still. And they go, row one through seven, left hand side, you may now leave. Everyone gets up, organized a minute later. Row one through seven, left hand side, you may now leave. Most calm experience ever. Absolutely fantastic. Recommend it for airlines. All across the world. You heard that? You heard that, Mister Can't, Mister WestJet. Fuck you, Mister WestJet, and Mister or Canada, Canada, or Canada, or Canada. I apologize. I'm not xenophobic. Apparently, you are. Apparently, you are. I've never said anything to give that uh, give that illusion. I just wish that somebody checked my ID before making it that far. Because wh- when you haven't been on a plane in 10 years, you're traveling with just a driver's license, no passport. I'm worried that I'm, I'm hoping somebody stops me earlier so they could at least like, okay, yeah, we can't let you on the plane. Like, I don't want what to they, be at but the what's gate. The reason you, but what's the reason that you shouldn't be allowed on the plane? I don't know. But like, but that's what I'm saying. But, like, they're putting get, up too many restrictions. WestJet's in your head, where they're like, we should be able to probe your asshole to make sure that there is no nothing over a hundred milliliters of water up there. No, I'm not saying probe my butt. I'm but just, like, what? Are they, what? What do they need your ID for? I'm just saying, you check it once before. Why? 
It just wastes time. It just creates more lines. Because as because somebody as somebody who was nervous about air travel in the first place. That's a you problem. So? You know how That's much That's a you problem. Yeah, yeah. There's we, no reason to do okay. there, dude, there's because so much Cam, there's so much shit be, out there that is not a because, me problem that they accommodate to. Like wheelchair yeah. ramps. I'm sorry, that's a you problem. Carry yourself up the fucking stairs, my man. Like uh, this is my You're fault ableist. all of a sudden. You're ableist. This is my fault. I might be xenophobic, but you hate people in wheelchairs. This is my fault. And all who's of a the worst person? Yeah, no, oh, but like, sorry, kid, that the urinal isn't tall enough for you. Yeah, we'll make a short urinal. So what? So 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 an adult has to fucking hunch down and piss when there's no fucking How kid in there. How big is your cock? Huge. I mean, <laughs> it is huge. What I'm saying is, oh, because one person feels nervous, they want to make sure. Like, I need to prove that it's me. It really is. It, like, yeah, we assumed it was you the whole time. I didn't know who's trying to fake your identity. You're getting on a flight, like. If you're going through on a train, no one's like, can we make sure that you are the person that you pretend to be? Like, get it. What, what's the risk? What are you worried about? I think I well, I think for me, if there was a situation where they're like, no, you can't come on the plane. I would have rather heard that at the at the gate or like at the terminal you know at the at the very beginning of my experience rather than i'm at the gate and we're loading onto the plane right so the if you really want to do that you you have personal the the real check-in at the airport where you go am i good because i've had that before where i tried to check into a flight and it's like hmm, weird it won't allow me to check into a flight i get to the airport i'm like I need to check into my flight for four o'clock today. They're like, sir, that is a 4 a.m. flight. You missed your flight we, four we, hours we've ago. We've heard this story. This is a classic story. Yeah, I've already told the story. My point is that's the way that you learn about things. If you do the physical, the online check, and it's like, yeah, we believe you. We don't need to double check that you are a person that you say you are. Well, I now know this. Right, yeah. but but going into it, nobody. T I, I'm expecting, you know, I've got my fucking ID out, waving it around to everybody. So like, this is who I am. I swear, this is who I am. I swear. No, the amount of people running through an airport at once is just insane. And airport etiquette, disgusting, just disgusting. Um, it's like, man, when we were coming, we were going there. There's just some kid like hacking up a lung on the little um, parking fly bus. Just. <laughs> Parents are like, we'll just ignore him and just pretend that everything is fine. Because everything, like, all right. Yeah, I mean, he, he he needs a lozenge. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Um. All right. We're we're cut. What do you? Uh, I mean, I feel like we could talk forever right now. We're, we've been uh, missing each other so much recently. Yeah. There's no time limit on this. I guess not. They're, they're we got the uh, the the business conference slash. Uh, bachelor party in what two weeks two uh three weekend or uh, yeah yeah two week two weeks from today uh we will be at an at a, an extremely undisclosed location um yeah. over the past week the uh the, the the group chat has been going off cam Oh, has it? Over, oh, over, over the I hope I hope one day I can get added to it absolutely not um as we kind is of is it just roasting me uh no 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 yeah, of course because I I messaged my friends the other day I said hey um I can brew the beer if we need to because mm -hmm. we have that like yep. brewery around here and they're like 
got a cover. Don't worry. Yeah, about it. all the all yeah, like, Cam, you you don't have to do anything. Like every, all all the plans are being. Who's gonna set up the tarps? <laughs> who's gonna set up the tarps? All the plans are being covered. Um, which is actually the most fun, Cam. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the big business conference that Cam is not privy to any of the information at all. Um, Can I get a lead list going into it to make sure that Cam I'm knows, prepared for it? Cam knows the time frame of of the event. And uh, I don't even know what country it's in. Honestly, and I'm bringing my passport just in case, and I'm flashing it in the car. I'm going, I'm Cam. I'm Cam. I'm the guy. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the the plans are swiftly coming together. Of course, we will be having a live, uh, a live recording while we're there. Of course, a live podcast recording. You can you you can bet on that. A few things you can bet on. One thing is betting on an eagle in the next five years, yeah. obviously. Okay. As everyone should. Second thing is having a pod a live podcast at a big event. Um, hey, hey big shrug to uh, one of the guys. John Orban decides to drop out of the bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this reference in the group at all? This, is this this is this is he getting roasted? Can everyone just? Send a picture of the uh, UK bar flake and just keep posting and then are tagging him. Yeah, this was uh, this was brought up. This was a point of uh, of conversation, um, you know, because of course it just changes, you know, it changes logistics and it changes uh, meals and all these sorts of things. And um, how am I getting there? Uh, I believe Shane is driving you. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. Though that that also has been covered. Your your particular your transportation has been covered because of course we are coming from a few uh, different locations. You know there is kind of the, the you guys and then the other the other folks and uh, you know my ride is kind of covered. I think me Park and Frankie will probably be the trio driving up together. Um, right. Yeah. No. All, yeah. All the, all the plans. Every everything is coming together. It's going to be a great. It's going to be one hell of a time. I can't wait. Yeah, no, looking forward to that. That's the uh, that's the next event in the summer. This is this is our first weekend off in probably six weeks. This is my first weekend off since. It's insane. Bef- it's so much fun though. This is my first weekend off since before the Invitational, because I'm counting the, the Invitational. I, that's as what I'm like saying. Yeah, same thing. I yeah, did. that was yeah, a yeah, yeah. exactly. It was, which was nice to have a weekend at home too, but. It, I mean, it is still hosting, so you got to kind of be. It was. You guys are easy, so it's it's a lot easier. Well, I think for me, it was. So we did invitational, and then we went camping. Yeah, I was like, and college. then I was BC. And then I was in Vegas. And then I was. Oh, no, no, then, then it was, was Canada. Can- no, it was camping. Yeah. And then I was in Costa Rica. I, and then we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I went. I went invitational. No, that. Yeah. Camping. I was going for two weekends. Yeah. BC cottage. And then, uh, then that brings us up to last weekend camping again. Last weekend, That's and now, sick. so it has been just did you buy over any a new month. Camping equipment? No, we did like the uh, car camping just at Jess's uh, parents' place. Yeah, but, we were, me and Shannon were gonna do that this weekend, but we just canceled because we're like, we're just, we just want to be home. But then she's like, "Do you mind if I go to a concert in Detroit tonight?" I'm like, "Okay, fine." I thought we were chilling, but. Uh, we chilled last night. So watch War Dogs. War Dogs. Seen that one? No. War Dogs. You seen that one? Jonah Hill and other guy. No. Doesn't matter. Um, I thought we were trying to just not, not travel, but then she. I thought she's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to a concert in London. Nope, going to Detroit. See some country artists who 
Country girl, truck being broken. For me, girl, my truck me, got girl. broken and my dog is dying. Any country music oh, on any Ford. country music coming up on the uh, Do Not Playlist, Cam? Of course, are you guys working on the Do Not Playlist? I would say Country Girl, pl- Shake It For Me, Girl is probably on that list. I would like you to help out with the list. Fantastic. Uh, but that's a big one, yeah. I would say that one... Um, you can take a ride on my big green tractor. Don't know if that's a sexual reference, but not getting played at the wedding. Tell you that for I don't, free. I don't, I don't think I've heard that one. You can take a ride on my big green tractor. We can go slow or we can go faster. That's clearly that? that's clearly a reference to something. I don't know. I don't know. Could be a tractor. Could be a John Deere. Could be a cock. <laughs> that's well. I call well. I call my penis John Deere. So I guess that kind of works out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we need to work on that. Yeah, I think there's going to be a bunch of country songs. Yeah, the wedding I went to when I was in BC, um, it was kind of funny because I, I know how weddings, I know how the wedding playlist goes. I know how this thing goes. So yeah. the night kicks off with the old people music. Yeah. The night, oh, does it? The, okay. Right? Because when are the old people going to be most engaged? Early right. on in the evening. That's 2 a.m. Okay. <laughs> That's where you get your, uh, um, you know, kind of like uh, David Bowie. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good, you too, know, too old. Maybe, yeah, and well, not Elvis? not dancey. You're not like I mean, like dancing music. You know, like you don't like like a Don't Stop Believing or a Brown Eyed Girl, right? Which I'm still convinced is about a poop hole. Um, uh, yeah, that's where you're gonna get those types of music. You know, like Twist and Shout, those type of tracks. So I'm laying off the dance floor. Right, because right. I need to save you're, my you're energy. Like, I got my eyes on Grandma, and you know what? She's getting a little bit warm and struggling now. I, I want to come in when she's I, hot. I, and ready. I need to save my energy for the first song from the '90s. Is usually going to be the the flip, and these were a bunch of white country people, so there was no country music, but there was definitely no like, there wasn't a single Beyonce song all night, or like a single Rihanna song. There was no Kanye West, so I'm kind of like, okay, but 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 as soon as Mambo Number Five hit, I'm sitting there outside with a cocktail. I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're getting to the point. And then right. it was white people stuff, so we got a lot of Smash Mouth. We had yeah. a couple Killers Blank. songs. There was a Blink One Eight Two track over there. Yeah, Sound Forty One. Um, I'm tra- Yeah, I think Into Deep played actually. So yeah, you can picture how it goes. But there's always the shift where it goes from the old music to the new music because after 11, you know, or 11:30, whatever the time might be, the older crowd they they've lost their energy. They're not engaged. They're possibly going right. home. And then of course you're you you you're left with uh, like all the young people dancing. So I think I think that in terms of etiquette, that's very impo- that's very important. Speaking of. Um People going home. So we're trying to schedule a bus right now. What are the appropriate shuttle times at the end of the night? Great question. I think uh, for for simplicity's sake, usually every hour on the hour. <laughs> for simplicity's sake, what about for my fucking wallet's sake? I don't think. What else we got? Well, if, if for simplicity, <laughs> well for simplicity's sake, every uh, yeah okay. For, so but camp, like, camp, oh, for, let's, for sim- let's say that. For simpl- let's say that. For simplicity's I'm, sake, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. You go to city hall. Sign a fucking piece of paper and then just go on with your life. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, when does that first hour kick then? 11? 12? Because um, we got to be out of there by one. Like out the door by one. 
Yeah, I know. Bullshit, right? So, yeah. So, I think maybe in that case, maybe a uh, 10 30, 11 30, 12 30. Oh, the 30s. Okay. Is a pro- well, you know, well, I mean, you, you judge it based on the time that you need to be out by. So, if you need to be out the door by one, have that last shuttle be for 12.30 to get the chunk of your guests there. And then, you know, the stragglers who, um, you know, if you're helping clean, like whatever the hell you have to do, you can kind of They'll do that in that last 30 or something minutes. Like that? Exactly. Yeah, depending Fair. on. Okay, that's a good idea. See, I didn't think about that. I was thinking doing the one o'clock. Uh, that doesn't make much sense. That doesn't make much sense. No, because people are probably going to want to. Well, yeah, if you have to be out at that time. Yeah, you know that, that'd be like like they want you out the fucking door in every single minute. I, I, they're I trying to don't. I think it might be last. I don't really know. I need to double check on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, think they, they they do want us out the door at that time. No, no, no harm <laughs> calling the venue saying hey, uh, you know we're trying to we're trying. Hey, to I'm s- a paying customer. I want to stay till four. <laughs> hey, we're trying to schedule our return trips. Anything you guys recommend? That's a great. That's a great. That'd be a great way to play it that's too, a good right? Question. That's also because what time does the bar close at? Bar probably closes at midnight, right? I don't know. Yeah, See, I imagine it's gonna open. I need to learn these things. At, at See, a venue, the bar, getting, the bar will close. You know how you know how like they stop serving beer after the seventh inning. Yeah. Or in See, the third this period. Is the thing. Shannon's been planning this for a year. Now I start when I'm like three months away. I'm like, this isn't hard. It just takes me a day to think. Yeah, it takes thinking more it than anything women else. Takes months, months. I, be like, what color is the napkin gonna be? I'm like, who gives a fuck? And and you know, and I've talked, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, uh, where I would plan a fantastic wedding because everything would be so efficient. And I think right. Cam, you would be in a similar boat where like every single detail would be accounted for. But we would, I, it would just happen way quicker because it's n- n- the time to make decisions, right? And every single, every single little option is considered. I haven't RSVP'd actually yet to your wedding. Uh, I'll, I'll, but I'll here. I'll just RSVP right now to your face. Uh, uh, we need, we need the menu selection though. That's too. a little bit easier. Uh, sure. So I'll go with the beef. Uh, okay. I'll go with the beef. Um, w- um, with the Bernays. Extra Bernays on my beef, please. Um, okay, and I'll then take we, uh, sec, second option here. I'll take um, maybe um, some uh, uh, some scallop potatoes, maybe if you have that. Um, so, yeah. So I'll take the sure. beef Bernays just for the, you, <laughs> just for you, and the scallop potatoes. Um, yep. And you know what I'm really feeling? I would love a root beer float. Uh, That'd be great. As a yeah. dessert, as a happen. dessert option. <laughs> No, I think we have a cheesecake brownie for dessert. Ooh, which I'm that sounds yeah. fun. That sounds good. That sounds good. No wedding cake. Um, yeah, that, that's I mean, that, I'm, that's antiquated. That's antiquated. That's antiquated. Holy smokes, Jinx, you owe me a quote. Um, <laughs> I owe you a quote. <laughs> that's correct. Um, speaking of alcohol, which we weren't speaking of, but drinks in general, we are bringing our own alcohol, right? So, the real question. The real question. Yeah. Is moose come light okay? Some most say no. My friends say yes. As a Canadian, but, sure, go for it. Now, is this a BYOB type of you have to bring the booze? Or a BYOB, anybody can bring the booze? Because <laughs> well, I, okay. have, I have no problem walking up with uh, with my own little Tito's. I have no, no problem but, but, doing that. Okay, are you picky about? Okay, so I do need to um, figure out. I feel like I should kind of be in charge of the alcohol because there's some things I'm good at, and one of those 
drinking. Yes. Right? So I should know. I do like this pale ale, and I think that should be a decent IPA option. Okay. Um, it's a Sierra Nevada brewed in um, North Carolina. I thought it was Vegas. Um, I thought it was born. Whatever. Anyway, I like that one. Coors Light? Okay. Or Bush Light? Um, okay, yeah, so... Okay, I, let's uh, let's get into this. We're... This this is the wedding planning honest, podcast. Okay, we're okay, going folks, off the rails. We're, we're planning Cam's wedding right now. Um, yeah, Shannon, you're never going to listen to this anyway, but just so you know, you're out of the planning. You're, you're out you've of the done planning. Enough. So here's Cam. Here's what we have to do. Of course. Yeah. Alcohol. Um, we got food down. Yeah, food booze. food is down. We okay. got it's All right, let's it's, talk. It's steak with Bernays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's filet mignon, scalloped um, potatoes, scalloped potatoes and, and Greek salad. Um, sure, we're gonna do that's out. not that important. Everyone, every, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's, it's food. Okay, so let's let's get okay. the, let's get the simple part out of the way here, Cam. The All right, simple so, part. so you need uh, a, ver- a very standard white and red wine. That is that's easy. That's yeah. easy, right? So let's let's yeah. get that or out of the way. Pinot Noir. Okay. Pinot Grigio. Oh, the the, the Pinot the, the double Pinot. The, pin, pin, the pin, double Pinots. <laughs> Double, we got double pinos. That one's simple. Okay, so now for beer, I think it's be appropriate for you to have two options. And here's why I'm going to say this. Two. Yes. Okay. Here's why I'm going to say this. Um, uh, approximately how much percent of your attendees are over the age of thirty to thirty-five? Um, just a rough percentage. Fifty. 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 Let's say that, right? So the IPA explosion is really something that's Fair. only occurred in the last 10 years, meaning that everybody kind of over the age of, you know, presently 40 and plus, they grew up without IPAs. They're probably more comfortable with something pretty basic, like a Coors Light, like a Canadian, like a Budweiser, like a Bud Light, you know, so- something more in that realm. They would probably not want to go towards the IPAs where the younger crowd may be more inclined to drink that and i think tall cans or short cans i think short cans might be a better bet Mm -hmm. keeps people more in line because it's easier to it's kind of like okay if you have a tall boy you can have like five but it's like it's five tall boys and right? and also a lot of people you know will try to do uh you know a drink of booze and then a glass of water and yeah. you know more and more uh more there so i think yeah you need and then if you want to go with an ipa type thing sure then it's a pick your favorite for some of the younger people but do know that right. i bet more people will be drinking the non-ipas the, but, but here, here's the thing cam i get to return whenever i don't sell so it's not the end of the world. You get to if it return it, or you just bring it home. I get my. I, no, no, no. I like. I get to return. They they bring it to the liquor store for me, and they get my money back. Oh, the venue does. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So it's like if if I had like five options, and you know, one gets uh, say I have like a two two fours of a few different things, and then one gets pulled out of one two four. Well, that two four is now mine. Like I can't. I paid for it. Gone. Right. The other one, that's going back to the liquor store. And I'll be honest, I'm fine to have excess beer in my garage. I mean, I feel like guess I, what? either guess way. Guess what, Cam? 
I'm going to donate it. Yeah, either way, you get your money back or you get booze that you paid for. Yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of so, like, uh, okay, yeah. So those are your beer options. And now on to your heavy liquor options, I think. Uh, Wait, you, we just stuck with Coors Light and IPA? Yes. I feel like we should have a few. Oh, you want a few? Okay. I um, think four would be good. Okay, interesting here. Many? So, um, uh, l- let's look so at Coors? Let, let's look at maybe a few different price tiers, right? So, Coors Light okay. being the bottom of the barrel style. Well, booth. that's why I think Bush Light would be a better option. But fuck it, we're we're going off already. We're spending. You don't want to know how much money. It's over a thousand dollars. Just so you're aware. A thousand dollars on an entire event full of medium rare steaks with Bernays, scalloped potatoes, and root beer floats. I you wouldn't believe it, but wow, we a, I would not yeah, believe it. I think I I think we overpaid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm thinking Coors IPA. I think people appreciate the Heineken. What I like about the Heineken is that it is that next tier up type of it's option. The next tier, you feel so like you're getting something. I was thinking uh, a Heineken, a Stella, a Steam Whistle, which is. Uh, all, all three, you know, if, if it comes in a green bottle, apparently, uh, something like that would make that worth it. Now, the question is, do we want to support those damn Europeans or support our own goddamn city? Uh, I would well, I would prefer maybe, yeah, supporting Canadian economy, if that is the option, which could then mean that Steam Whistle is the option. Yeah, but I mean, I can find a lot of options. Of course. With, but that's the thing. I can, but recognizability if i find a for example a georgetown local brewery that does the chicken man you know stout everyone's gonna be like what the fuck is that the chicken man stout that sounds like uh yeah. sounds like a dance craze i think it's a chicken man pale ale or something like that mm. uh, the the story is apparently like 10 years ago there was this guy who used to ride around georgetown with a chicken in his back like his basket on his bicycle. So they made a beer named after him, the Chicken Man Pale Ale. Okay. Anyway. Cool story. Th- point aside, point aside, um, a few options here. Coors Light and then Tear Up and then kind of the specialty one. And I think that's, I mean, I'm a big Grosch guy. Okay. Which is Dutch. Mm-hmm. And Shannon is part Dutch. So we got to think. I know, crazy, right? Dutch and Italian, but no one likes Italian, so we just we kind of hide that, that that's fact. That's a good point, Cam. I guess this comes up with a secondary question. How much cultural influence will there be for this? You know, because this truly is the union of, uh, of, of French, Canadian, and Italian coming together. Um, you know, and it, Dutch. You know, is there... And, g- and, hey, I'm partially Ukrainian. Grandma, um, her... She was born. No, she wasn't born in Canada. I think she moved to. No, well, she was born no, in Canada. Well, I'll, like three. Oh, same came. Are we gonna? Will these cultural influences be permeating? to the drinks because cam i do know that we know of course there needs to be a menu item of poutine and pasta fazool uh pasta fazool yeah <laughs> the pasta fazool one. needs to be there just like my nona made <laughs> nona's cooking oh no yeah so nona's in the back that's uh she's she, not seeing anything she better be oh, working she's straight oh she's just boiling boiling up this it's going to be a heavy heavy carb uh dishes and you're going to be able to really be able to see uh, culturally who's present you know uh, the car- the more carbs there are uh the more yeah. chances there are that they are on the brides on on the bride side <laughs> we 
We also uh, we got a late night buffet. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to know what it is, or do you want to keep it a secret? Uh, you know, you hold me. Hold. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hold, keep it a secret. Hold on for a bit. Yeah, hold yeah, on yeah. For yeah. Bit. I, I've got there's something. There's coming late got, night. Stuff. I've got secrets from you. You've got secrets from me. This is right, how the whole thing's right. supposed to work. But back to the booze. Uh, I think having your cores, uh, growth slash Heineken, and then your pale ale IPA type of option are is a good three tiered system. That's a good three-tiered system. Okay, we're doing that for the bo- the the beers. Yes, and then I I think a seltzer option would be appreciated. A seltzer option would certainly be appreciated. Uh, and you know, and there's there's a hundred and one of those. Well, okay, now. but that's the thing. This is a real debate. Beers, I know beers like the back of my hand. Do we want to go with the basic bitch white claw, or do we want to spice it up a little bit and go with you know? Something different. I would say if you are again, we're in, in the in the idea of supporting the local economies and things like that. I would say I would say the Georgian Bay Georgian Bay uh, gin smash would be a, a a a better option for that. You know, Canadian local. The Georgian Bay gin is pretty damn good. It's actually my go to gin. Also, here here's a point. Mm-hmm. One of my uncles approaches me maybe three weeks ago and goes, hey, would you mind getting a 12-pack of Cracked Canoe? And if you don't, can I bring my own? Okay request. Cracked Canoe is a, a, a beer. It's a, I'm not serving Cracked Canoe. I'll maybe get him a 12-pack and be like, you go to the bar, say you want, it's for you. I just don't want to serve that much Cracked Canoe. And he's like, but it's the only beer I drink. I'm like, oh. But he was nice enough to be like, hey, I'll bring my own. But I find that crazy. It's like, I will bring my own specific beer if you don't want to serve this shit. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I would, I, I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't know. I don't know. That's up to you. That's up to you. Anyway. Anyway. The man we're, wants we're to bring it himself. Go Hard for it. alcohol. We're getting into it. Hard alcohol. Okay, great. Um, so I think you just, I think you just need one of all the bases. We need, yeah. we, so we need, we need a vodka. We need a vodka. You like Tito's, but that's brewed in Texas. Tito's is brewed in Texas. Uh, Georgian Bay makes a vodka also. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, I would say you need a vodka, a gin, a uh, whiskey slash scotch. Whiskey, scotch, rye, something in that field. I'll probably take care of that because I like my whiskeys. So I'll probably do something that's uh, maybe a Collingwood. Okay. Maybe that's that two top shelf. And then something finally, uh, can you do shots here at this wedding? Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Well, no, does the venue allow it? I do know, for example, Casa Loma didn't allow shots. So that would uh, be a they, venue they, to venue. I don't venue. think they've been explicit on it. That'd be it's a venue a to question, venue do request. We, do, do we want to allow shots? Because in that question. case, tequila. Ooh. Right, because I don't. Th- you definitely don't need all sorts of. I think if you have those bases covered, a scotch slash rye, a vodka, a gin, and maybe that fourth other option, you're in good shape. So vodka, gin, whiskey. You think tequila? I I I th- to me tequila is a shooter. Um, you know, depending on what other people want to do. I'm trying to think of a fourth uh, a fourth other liquor that would be good in that in that kind of sense. Moonshine? Just straight up moonshine, SoCo, any of these sorts of things. Oh, got to love a SoCo, but doesn't really like probably have one bottle there and it will not even get drank. 
Yeah, or if it is seldomly, if that. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good list of vodka, gin, whiskey, tequila. I think those are the the core. The those core those are your main kind of four liquors. After that, you're getting into two specific kind of shit. Maybe a rum for rum and cokes. People who like drinking rum and cokes. Rum. Yeah, maybe right. we should throw that one in there. Maybe if if you're looking at four only, that could substitute the tequila. If not, you kind of include the five bottles there. Yeah, and they're just on the. I mean, they'll figure that out. Like where to put them? And what about uh, how does uh, like the soft drinks work um, here at this bar? Do they provide the non-alcoholic stuff, water, uh, <clears throat> like soda water, that kind of crap? That that I'm not sure about. I think that would be an inquiry too, right? Because I mean, all of these boozes you would anticipate possibly being mixed with something, right? The rum and coke or the scotch and yeah. soda, that kind of thing. So if you and have, we're, it, we're definitely not getting top shelf cola. Oh, RC all the way, baby. RC, baby. I mean, I think Costco it, I, brand I think it tastes better selection. Than, I think it tastes better than Coca-Cola personally. Uh, but yeah, th- I think that would be your next question. So are the soft drinks, do they come out of that, you know, that little spout? Or is that something that's being purchased uh, on an individual basis? I looked up the other day why it tastes different from a machine than it does a uh, can. It's because they blend it, right? Yeah, they blend it. It's yeah. a syrup versus, I mean, with the soda, so it's just... I think it's just like worse. When you when you go worse when blending. when you go to the machine and you fucking yeah yeah but that's that's probably it yeah because it's like half soda water then just half the syrup just half syrup yeah, yeah. and it doesn't get yeah. the time to kind of melange. I don't think the time melange thing actually matters though. I don't like. I think that makes with wine, <laughs> but like time melanging with um, soda. Not so much. No, it's not, not how it works. Not how it works. Like, like if I open up a can of uh, Coke and I'm like, "This is a, this is a 2016. Uh, <laughs> this is expired. This is a, this is actually expired. Uh, this is technically they're not allowed to call it Coca Cola anymore. They they can only call it sugar. Speaking of expired, do you think medication expires? I'm under the impression it doesn't. If I like Shannon checks Tylenol, she's like, "This one's expired." I'm like. I think that's just a requirement. I think it's still probably good. I'm inclined to agree with you on that one, uh, mainly because let's say you get two colds a year, right? So you buy a bottle of NyQuil. You're not going to co- go through the entire bottle of NyQuil in that first cold. I'm going to hold on to it until that second cold. And even if that second cold is past the expiration date, I'm still going to do it. 100%. No. What's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to get another cold? Unlikely. Uh, yeah, what? My kidney's going to shut down? I mean, yeah, unlikely. Probably not. Probably. I'm healthy. Probably not. I'm a healthy guy. I, I am the top me. 1% on the planet in terms of physical prowess. Yeah, easily. Just look at my legs. Me, look at Liver King. Me and Liver King. Do you know he has ab implants? He, I, he does? Yeah. How do we know this? He was on the Full Send podcast. He talked about getting ab implants. Why would he get ab implants? So we, he has great abs. What do you mean? Why would you get What are they? Implants? What are they so implanted with? I don't know. Whatever fucking... Why did my phone keep ringing? Because that would have to go under the abs, right? Like, it would need to be something to push them out. Uh, yeah. I don't, I imagine the same material as, like, a harder material than the, um, breast implant. Interesting. This is, this is all interesting. Poor Liver King. Why'd he get ab implants? He was such a cool guy before I heard that. That's what really set you off. That's honestly the one thing fair 
Okay, so we got the wedding. It's all Shannon thinks that the wedding is planning all these other things. It really just comes down to the small list I've made. Honestly, so it's the booze you pick and then one meal option, steak with a Bernays, scalloped potatoes, and root beer float for dessert. Just liver. Just everyone gets liver for dinner. Yeah, and we're all not wearing shirts also. This is a tarp. Everyone gets abs implants. This is a instead of a. This, oh shit! We gotta do little. Do we have to do gifts? You like don't. Little gift. You don't have to. Um, I wouldn't go. To I a feel like they're not even appreciated. I feel like they're just kind of things you get. Yeah, that I, just, I wouldn't go to a wedding and expect one. I, you know, I, I wouldn't leave a wedding saying this is bullshit and get it. Um, and if everyone you, gets a ball marker, no, a divot repair tool because I hate divots when I'm putting. Yeah, they, you know, but 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 see, but if you do, it has to be. It has to say your name on it. It has to say Camachan. Or a little shot glass. It says that's a classic. Eagle, eagle challenge. Eagle challenge. A little shot glass with your name and the date on it. That's another classic one. Or maybe what about just two grams of weed in a little baggie <laughs> by the door, just a pre-roll joint. Ta- wow. Take it if you want it. Take it if you want it. Get lit. I love it. That's a good idea. Like that's simple. A gummy. Yeah. Anything. Anything weed related. <laughs> yeah. Just a bong. Yeah, a little bubbler. Just one of those little bubbler. ones that you buy. This little, one, one of the little guys you get at the convenience store. You know, that's behind yeah. the uh, behind the, the. The best part is they're not all the same. They're just different ones I bought at the convenience stores. Well, yeah, because you went to one store, you bought out their selection of twelve or whatever, and then you had to go to yeah. another convenience store and buy out their selection. Uh, so yeah, just and they're sort of so by the table as guests leave, it's just a table full of bombs. Yeah, that's an idea. Pre-packed. Just big ones, small ones, some the size of your head. Pre-packed bongs, water in them. Wow. Little bowl ready to go so you can just walk out the door and then go for it. <sighs> yep. And then a dab rig that's uh, nearby. Well. Five dollars $5 a dab. A five dollar dabs, of course. Behind you, a jail cell. You've uh, you've you've hired the dabber, who's going to be the, the one standing there, park. kind of setting all these, <laughs> standing, setting there, setting all these things up. Uh, you know, because uh, all everyone needs to help out during a wedding, right? You know, the, whether it be the planning, the logistical process, and yeah, you know, Alex Park donated his time as the dabber. Certified. Certified. He's certified with four different certifications. Yeah, it was actually a, a, a very strenuous Crazy. process. Yeah, Crazy. He, he attended a few. Uh, he attended. He two, smoked a lot of weed. He attended two separate post-secondary uh, institutions uh, just to get these certi- certifications. Yeah, he's more than a doctor. He's an expert in his field. Yeah, he spent more time in dab college than most doctors do in medical college. It was insane. Yeah, Unpre- yeah unprecedented. Look, he can look at a dab. He doesn't have to look at it. Smells it and tells you the particular region that it came from. And not only that, if it was a rainy season or not. Yeah, he's half sommelier, but then also half like the 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 doctor house of dabs. So if yeah. something's wrong with your rig, he knows he he knows what's <laughs> what's wrong with it. <laughs> The glass is broken, as you can see here. Oh, I would have never seen. I would have never seen this. Exactly. All, all the normal dabbers, uh, you know, kind of the th- these little things you don't account for. It's not pulling right. You're clogged. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. It doesn't light up. You don't have a torch. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's nothing's coming through. There's no dab in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Unbelievable. He should have his own show. Why doesn't this work? You're not holding a dab rig at all. Uh, you have a flower in your hand. I'm not high. You're not smoking You're weed. You're not smoking oh. weed. Ah, fuck. Ah, I should have known. This is why you go to college. This is why you go to dab school, folks. Dab school. Sorry, not college. It's um, it's offensive to dab school. Yeah, they much, don't want to much be a, more than that. They don't want to be associated with the with the patriarchy that is post secondary. What, what do you think the graduation for dab school would be like? I'd imagine it would just hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> if you care that much about dabs, you're 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 doing the full. You're 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 going for it. You're doing full thing. But I'm saying, is it just a hot box room? Uh, no smoking on campus. They want you. <laughs> they want you sober as as a stone. Stone. But I'm saying graduation. It's a celebration. Uh, yes, very much so. Well, you know how like when you when you graduate, you walked on a stage, shook hands, got your diploma. It's that exact you process. Dab, but you rip a dab. Yep. I love that. Yep. We should we should come up with this. We should we should run dab school. As as two men who don't, don't smoke really dabs, know much about this at all. Personally, never done one. I think it would never be great. If, I didn't. Uh, I think it'd be great if we started a whole college for it. <laughs> There'd be some enrollments, and then we'd be like, okay, for our curriculum, what do you guys think? What do we think we should do? We got four years. <laughs> We've got four years of this in this all guys college. Not because women aren't allowed, but because no women signed That's up. That's just what happened. That's just what happened. I, yeah. What, what do you guys think we should do? What do you want to learn about? I, oh, this is a class. Yeah, but you know, we're open. Yeah, we call we're, it we call it free learning. <laughs> it's very, uh, very fluid. Uh, you know, kind of do what you want. It's all very independent study. It's all very ISU. Glass? I can bring in a glass expert if you want. I don't know much about glass. <laughs> Butane. Exactly. Really, anything. All these sorts yeah. of things. Yeah, these are all, uh, this is all great. All right. Well, I think we should probably cap this off. I know we haven't done the last shit we normally do in it, but I got shit to do today, and we've done plenty today. That works for you. I guess we've done uh, plenty today. So no headliner ass on. We'll bring that up to you next week. Uh, Cam, can you bring us a little plug it or shrug it? Plug it. Or shrug it, plug it, 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 or shrug it. All right, my shrug it Ooh. is anyone who wears wide brim hats, okay? Who the fuck do you think you are wearing a wide brim hat and thinking you're cool or you stand out? You just look like an insecure fuck. Double shrug is the guy who wears it on the airplane. Right? Maybe it doesn't fit in your bag. You know why it doesn't fit in your bag? Because it shouldn't be brought anywhere. Don't bring a flat brim. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? I don't. I don't. I don't. No. Okay. Little explanation. Um, Are wide these brim, like fedora type of things where the brim goes all the way around? It's like that, but it doesn't have the curve. Wide. I'm going to show you a picture. Wide brim. And I'm going to try and uh, maybe you can help describe it as well. Wide brim flat hat. It's the one that like. You'd see like a rock star wearing or something like that. Okay, I Nothing? can picture, yeah. Like it's it's a brim that goes all the way around. Yeah. And yeah, it's fedora-esque. Like I think the fedora kind of flips up, but you, you kind of think, you, okay, perfect, perfect. It looks like the hat, the dumb hats that Pharrell wears. There we go. Okay. That's that's what we need. Okay, I'm going to sh show you a picture here. So we got full reference. Uh, this guy. Yes, I can picture those this guy. now. Yeah. So if Pharrell, it has a little dent in the top of it because you need that. 
flat-brimmed hat, saw a guy at the airport the other day wearing one, and he ended up on my plane probably five aisles from me. And just like, just like, who are you trying to peacock to, right? To me, that just looks like the most insecure person ever. It was like, I have to wear this to make to make myself feel like I yeah, you know, it's, fashion. It's, it's the kind of- And yes, I'm calling you out Burt Kreisler. Fuck you. It's the kind of hat that you know Johnny Depp has an entire closet full of. Too many. Too many. One is too many. And that's beside his closet full of just bracelets. Uh, again, his closet full of scarves. His closet full of belts. Yeah. That he and he wears them. Oh, he wears them all at all times. Why do you have a closet if you're wearing 14 belts at one time, Depp? Come on. Uh, well, settle down. I'll bring you a. Uh, I'll bring you a plug shrug this week, and I say plug shrug because I don't know what it is, folks. I got to plug um, uh, packing light when you're camping. Inversely, I have to shrug packing heavy when you're camping. Look, folks, when you're out there and you're 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 in the forest, you're 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 swimming in the lake. You're covered with at any one moment. You're covered with sweat, lake water, sunscreen, and DEET. I don't want to see multiple outfit changes. No. You bring... You better be wearing that same pair of underwear weeks. No, exactly. You are allowed one pair of jeans, one swimsuit, one t-shirt, one sleeveless, one sweater, two pairs of socks because nobody likes to wear dirty socks. No, but, or, no wet socks. I'm okay with dirty socks. Yeah, wet it's the socks, wet socks, really. It's the wet socks, really. Anytime you go camping, especially like... Car camping, you know, where you kind of pull up to the campsite right there. Uh, these motherfuckers always rolling out new outfits every 25 minutes. Yeah, what the fuck are it's, you thinking? It's, oh, oh, uh, you, uh, this is my morning outfit. And then, oh, it gets a bit warmer. Oh, here's a little midday outfit. Oh, now it's chilly. Oh, I need to put on. Right, here's my on. flat-brimmed wide hat. No, no. You should bring uh, four things. Sleep in your clothes. Wear yeah. four things. That's it. And you should be cold the whole time. Yeah, it's camping. You're not supposed to be comfortable. If you you're supposed to, to hate it and then like, laugh about it later. Camping's not supposed to be fun. If you want no. to be comfortable, you should have stay stayed at the at fucking yeah. Stay, stay at the the Welshly Arms and get a ma- massage. Now go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Uh, that's right. And that's our plug shrugs. That's all the time we have for this Jew stuff <sighs> episode. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably with a regular scheduled episode, and then uh, the week after that will be yeah, we'll s- the, the the event the, of the century. The event of at least the summer, uh, if not the century, if not the millennia. Um, and thanks for listening. Rate, right? like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Two seasons pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we're looking forward to the rest of the summer. Yeah. Can't wait. We'll see you in a few weeks' time. Or no, next week, and we'll talk soon. Do we have a... Oh, I get... I, 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 fact, I, fact. I do, I do, I do. I do. Sorry. Um, not drinking coffee before... One and a half hours before sleeping, or waking up, uh, gets rid of your afternoon drowsiness. So don't do it. I'm Cam McClare. Signing okay, off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your K-I-K-I-K-I-K.
two season a pod, 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 two